Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Orna is a mother of three young children with a husband struggling to start his own restaurant to help support her family. Orna returns to the workplace, landing a job with her former army superior by the name of Benny, who is now a successful real estate developer. While Orna embraces her new position and tries to balance its demands with her home life, she begins to experience escalating sexual harassment from her boss. Her rapid rise through the ranks and her increasing financial success seem to parallel a pattern of predatory behavior which ultimately brings her career and her marital relation to the brink. That is the premise behind this terrific new film called Working Woman, and we're, we're thrilled to have with us today the writer and director of the film, and that would be Mikhail Aviad. Mikhail, welcome to Film School. Hello. Hi. Well, well um, tell me a little bit about the genesis of, the, of this film. Uh, where, at what point did you start developing this project what was it that you had in mind when you started and and just let's let's start there where, where did the film story come from okay it's uh, I, I started thinking about the film at about uh, 2009 maybe but started writing it because I was busy doing making another film I started writing it and uh, then uh, two uh, co-writers uh, joined me in about 2012. And what interested me at the time was that I, we were already flooded at that time. I mean, it's hard to believe, but we, we were, uh, with testimonies of uh, sexual harassment, both in the United States, in Europe, and in Israel. And I felt that I really needed to see how this thing happened. I mean, the nuances of, of proximity of the bodies of... of, of uh, Touch, uh, who touches whom, um, who is um, watching who, uh, and uh, I wanted to see what, I mean, how gray can sexual harassment go? Mm-hmm. And uh, also understood while working on it and, ta- and, and listening to, to many, many stories, I understood uh, how the, all the psychological uh, elements that uh, relate to the physical sexual harassment. Uh, so so that's, you know, I usually make films because I want to research something for myself to understand something. And uh, that that's, uh, was the starting point. And it took me a long time to convince anybody that seeing it is different than listening to it. <laughs> so <laughs> people had, you know, even the funders had to see the film uh, in order to say, Yes, seeing it is something else. And for me, this is cinema, you know. Mm-hmm. There's so, I mean, exactly these are the kind of things that um, are very different when you listen to them, as horrible as they might sound, than when you see them and, and they are so similar to our, our lives, actually. Mm-hmm. The element that cinema brings your film in specifically brings to this subject to th- is the the nuances the so much of the information that we get as human beings is nonverbal 
It is. It's a. That's it's a right. look. It's exactly. a, a way you stand. Your proximity to someone. There are all kinds of dynamics, and you couldn't do as you were describing as, as sort of as a storytelling uh, idea. It just doesn't work on the same level that it works here in Working Woman, and that is really one of the strengths of this film. Is it's in the detail. It's in the nuance of this story. Let's start. To, to sort of explore the, the different dynamics here, you have Orna and Benny. Now, she has history with Benny. Um, and it's interesting that the, the, the choice of that dynamic before we see them in the film was he was her officer, military, in the military. He was her superior. Years ago. Yes. Years ago. Right. And he, I mean, to, I mean I don't, we don't know it from the film, but, um, you know, even if he was, even if he wasn't her director, uh, boss in the army. I mean, in Israel, knowing each other from the army, people feel that they really know many, de- many. I mean, a lot of the other by seeing them away from home, you know, um, 24 hours uh, working, and he knew uh, that she's a good worker, and uh, even though she didn't have the experience, she, he decided to hire her. Right. At least that's the premise I was I was um, thinking of right. Well, I'm I may be putting more into that relationship, but I thought it was an important dynamic already that she was in the terms of power, the power dynamics. She yes. was, she was already sort of in a it, she'd already been in a position where her power dynamic was lesser than that of Benny's being a previous uh, part of yeah, You are right, you are right, but we don't know more than that. We right. We know that she was, you know, that she knew, uh, of course, he's also, you know, about 20, 25 years older than her. Right. So we see that. We don't need to know it. Right. But it just, in terms of sort of the schematics of the film, it makes it, makes it an interesting, I'll call it a culture, a cultural dynamic as well, in terms of military culture. Yes. So, yes. Uh, so um, so we see her, and, and she's obviously a very bright woman. She is, she's accomplished, even though she's not been in this field of real estate prior to this. Uh, and we, I don't know if we described that. He runs a real estate. He's building a, a high-rise apartment, and she would like to work for him in sales, or at least that's how it kind of evolves. Yeah, yes. So let's describe a little bit about the, the dynamic as she comes into the office and sort of mm-hmm. what you were trying to explore with that particular part of her story. Okay, I think that, for, you know, I first of all, I think that uh, Orna uh, is uh, ambitious. She is seeking not only uh, work, but uh, she need, she's, she's seeking also something that is significant. Um, and she, of course, first of all, she needs to feed her, uh, her children. That's the first thing. But she's hoping for a job that will be uh, satisfying that and will help her uh, and her husband and her family to sort of go up the economic ladder. So, I mean, in that sense, I mean, she's similar to all of us or to most people we know. Um, she, I think that uh, we decided uh, that she's going to be to work in sales because, first of all, I wanted to to have something relatively small, because I think that most women are working for uh, smaller firms or uh, stores or whatever, and um, 
there aren't too many people too many people around to give help I mean if she can she can complain about sexual harassment to her boss that's all I mean there aren't like tons of people that are her let's say women superiors or whatever like in a big um, in a big firm mm-hmm. so so that's the situation also I think that in what I know from um, selling jobs you really need to for women need to get the message that they need to dress nicely, even sexy, uh, in order to be able to sell. At the same time, of course, if anything, if anybody harassment harass them, it's their fault because they were they were you know they dressed up too sexy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this kind of contradiction exists in the United States exactly like in Israel. I mean, it's just. Uh, one of this sort of uh, neo-capitalism kind of uh, world we live in. You know, these are the aspects, let's say, of her starting to work there. Right. And uh, she's really, I mean, she really wants to work. She wants to work hard. She wants to fulfill, fulfill her boss boss's um, demands, and she wants to excel. And, um, you know, she's intelligent, and she does. Yeah. Well, another dynamic in this film, Working Woman, is that her husband has started a restaurant fairly recently, and it's struggling, as a lot of businesses do, and particularly restaurants, before they find a clientele. So there's there's this dynamic of there's financial pressure. She has has three small children. She is sort of, as women are often the case in in our culture, and that is they are answering to a lot of different priorities and and, fi- right. and finding that priority and finding where that all fits in is difficult in and of itself forgetting anything else about their life that of alone course. that alone so there is and what it i think it creates and certainly creates in working women is this dynamic to perhaps look the other way when you're not exactly sure what's happening in a in a sexual harassment situation, it there's there seems to be, and you introduce this beautifully into the film. There's just enough. Say I don't know if doubt's the right word. Just enough nuance, though. That's the word that keeps coming back to me about your film. How nuanced it is, and how beautifully it all sort of continues to to move the story forward. But at the same time, it leaves some of these questions not answered. And, uh-huh. and so, but there, there is this nuance of, is this actually happening? Am I actually experiencing something like that? And yes. Uh, it's, uh, well, go ahead, yeah. talk about that, because I think it's no, just no. such a beautiful I, part of the film. I, I think, first, I think that many times, uh, I at least, and me and, the, and, the, and my friends and the co-writers, we, may, we often, you know, are in situations we don't know if, is there a danger? Isn't there a danger? Am I imagining it? But in the case of Orna, I mean, after the first his first attempt, yeah. his first actual attempt, she basically says no. But he is not. But she's very polite. She says no in a polite way, and um, yeah. and she tries to explain him that she's married. Da 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 da. And um, and I think that. It's not that she is hesitant about what she wants. She knows what she wants. Uh, and they was trying to really um, somehow talk about the fact that you can admire the boss who is older and experienced and 
who gives you a lot of of appreciation. At the same time, you don't want to sleep with him. I mean, it's possible, isn't it? Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you're right. You're right about this sort of. There's no doubt. I guess you you're more correct, and I think the way you put it. That there's no doubt in her mind after he after his first overture or a t- uh, I don't know how would you put this the overture is the wrong word his first uh, transgression how's that is that a word that's right that, that, that's right yeah and and but she is doing well and things are going well and it's she's finding <laughs> success in this realm and so that's where this kind of trade off starts in a, in a manner of speaking and. It's but I think that for her, it's not a trade-off. For her, it's... Um, I think that for her, she feels... Like, I would feel that, you know, I mean, things are going okay. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to be able to somehow make it... Uh, make sure again and again that uh, I tell him in so many words and in so many ways, and these are the nuances, of course, uh, and and the things that we see uh, that are not always in words that you know I'm not interested in him sexually but I don't want to offend him and because I I do appreciate him I do like him in some way I do I do I, and I am dependent on him yeah I just want to remind our listeners that we're uh, we're talking with the director of this terrific new film called Working Woman and uh, it comes out here in Los Angeles on April 5th uh, and be looking for this uh, and uh, we're speaking with the director um, Mikhail Aviad. Um, I'm just curious, I want to talk about the actors in, in, the, in the film because uh, they're, sure. they're all just, they're, they're beautiful performances and within their performances are very relatable and understandable reactions, the way that they go about it. This is a testament to you as a director but they're terrific and i would you know they're, they're uh, excellent actors yeah yeah laron ben schlush is plays the part of uh of orna uh menache noy plays benny her uh, her boss and then oshri cohen uh, plays her husband Ofer. and um it's again it this is a a triangle of very sh- shifting dynamics and and all everyone has a, a high stakes in what's going on and and again their ability to to make these characters real is a, again a yeah, testament to, yeah. to them and as, as you as well uh, what was what went into the casting for your for your film working woman it you know it was a long road uh, for for Orna I was looking for an actress who is uh, 30 years old and there are many actresses who didn't yet have a chance, and therefore I auditioned to many, many actresses. And uh, so many of them were telling me their uh, sexual harassment stories, you know. And then and when, I saw the, when I saw the auditions, I knew that uh, Liron Benchlush is the one that is, that is perfect for Orna. She impressed me immensely. And I called her and I said, okay, you got the job. And she said, great, but um, when are you filming? I said, uh, May. She said, okay, you know, I'm 20 weeks pregnant. I'm going <laughs> to give birth, and I'll be on the set the day after I give birth. <laughs> My God. Okay. So, you know, I went to the producers. I said, listen, we, she's going to give birth. We have to give her um, three months uh, to recover and to, to connect with her baby and so on. 
so we had to postpone the production. And that's what we did, because it was so, it was so clear to me that she is the one. Uh, with Menashe, uh, Benny, the, the guy who plays Benny, it was a totally different story. I thought that Menashe Noy might be really the right guy, because people, uh, actors his age, I know all the good ones. I mean, that's easier. <laughs> so I, I auditioned much less, but a few male actors um, really didn't want to even consider the role. And I was asking myself, I mean, they would happily uh, act a murderer or, uh, or a robber, but they don't want to... They don't want to act sexual harasser. Yeah. Harasser? <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. So <laughs> it was sort of bizarre, but um, Menashe really saw it as a challenge. Yeah. Uh, he was totally interested in it. You know, in Israel, exactly like in the United States, uh, even before Me Too, uh, two, at the time that I was auditioning uh, for this film, two um, actors uh, were, um, were uh, uh, blamed with uh, sexual harassment and uh, were about to arrive in court. So uh, it was all around us. And we know, you know, we know the people and we know that they're not uh, complete villains. And, uh, and we were trying to struggle with that, Menashe and, my, and myself, I mean. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, and uh, Oshri was just the perfect one. And he, you know, he was happy to... Uh, for for a change, uh, act an adult with three children because you know all his previous roles were uh, he was playing a soldier like so many films about are about war. So uh, and and we we really rehearsed for months and months. I mean, when I'm talking about rehearsing, I'm not talking about you know repeating the actions in the film. I mean, we t we were talking for for days about ourselves about what we know about what we have experienced. Uh, we did research. I come from documentaries. We did research. Menashe uh, met a few realtors. Uh, Liron uh, learned how to sell. She met uh, uh, women who sell apartments. Uh, and we really built uh, the characters uh, step, by, step by step. Uh, the to each one of each each uh, couple of us. I mean, me and uh, Menashe, Liron, and me, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Osri and me, and then uh, and then they started uh, they started meeting and we worked together and that took a long time and all of all of us were happy to do it uh, when we had time because we felt that we really need to build the characters now. Um, according to the actors and their personality, as as much as possible. Yeah. Um, from, I mean, I'm a realist filmmaker. You know, I for me, I need, I need the re I need the connection between the actor and and the role. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so that was that was the way uh, we were we were working. Yeah. Well, one thing about the way that you shot this, and uh, we've just got a couple more minutes, but I really want to talk about the filmmaking itself. A lot of yeah. Orna's stuff is shot from sort of a POV point of view. We're, that's one of the things about the film. The real strength is this is thing, the things that are happening feel like they're happening in some visceral way to, to, the, to, to me as I'm watching it. I'm really feeling what she's feeling. And there's one scene in particular, mm -hmm. I think you really captured it, and that is when Benny takes her to see the, the high-rise. 
and they're walking up yes. the stairs and as they they're obviously going to the to the rooftop that scene it, it it was almost surreal in a sense it almost felt like it was it was a part of a horror movie because of her reaction she the the sense of dread that you could sense in her it's just it was uh, really beautifully done and really brought home the 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 emotions of what this is like for a woman for me and i i just i really felt you captured it beautifully in that particular particular scene yeah thank you i mean daniel miller the the cop and myself i mean we we decided to shoot this film as much as possible in uh, long takes and we and and for me i mean i i knew that the film was going to be and that's what daniel and i did uh, from two points of, point of view, basically. One is from her point of, point of view, as much as possible to connect with her way of looking at the world, yeah. at Benny, at, uh, at uh, Offer, and so on. And uh, the other point of view from, uh, let's say, the director's point of view, who can see all the three of them. Yes. And, uh, and, and we did, and we really did only that. I mean, there are maybe two incidents in which uh, there is a reverse shot. I mean, you are, you are talking about UCLA, so probably you know the terms. Um, yeah. Usually we did it all by choreographing the camera to go around uh, the characters uh, and uh, try to really capture the moments of uh, silence and uh, the moments uh, that they, 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 their expressions, their bodily expressions, uh, and not uh, not only the dialogue. Yeah. That was the important thing for me. Yeah, and the I see that Daniel did a great job. You did a fantastic job with this film. It's just a really accomplished piece of, of work. And uh, my hats off to you. Congratulations on this. Uh, <laughs> the film. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. The film is Working Woman. The film comes out here in Los Angeles on April fifth. Check. Be looking for it. And again, we have been honored to have with us today the director of the film, Working Woman, that would be Mikhail Aviad. Thank but you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.